It's a deadly time to have a deadly yarn on Deadly Choices. With Jiraiya Yi, Ranger Stacy, and your Deadly Choices Ambassador. We have the wonderful Steve Renouf all the way from Yama on the line. How are you, Steve? Yeah, good, Stace and Jarrell. How are you both going? Very we're, well. We're amazing. How is it? Uh, what's the weather out like there? And what, what are you doing out there? Yeah, mate, uh, we, we came out uh, yesterday, obviously, and today, uh, later on tonight, so about 7 o'clock tonight, we, we got a lot of community work uh, going on during the day, and uh, we're up here doing a bit of filming and, and talking a bit about uh, sly grogging, um, you know, about, uh, you know, slipping grogging um, that, that's not legal. And yeah. also the big thing while we're up here, we got Clash of the Clans Touch Carnival. Oh, wow. That sounds yeah. like a lot of fun. Are you um, are you uh, chucking some boots on? Well, Bo, Bo Delacruz has organised this and she... She said slip in some footy boots, but unfortunately I left them at home. Oh, oh you forgot them. <laughs> no, got to look after the body. Got to look after the body. Hey, I played that um, that Carl Webb Foundation game, and I'm still paying for it. That was two weeks ago, Pearl, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, He's been hurting. Ten minutes and you're sore for a whole week. Oh, just he I, was hobbling around like an old man. I just don't know how they do it anymore. <laughs> like, there's no way, there's no way in the world I could be playing footy anymore. That's for sure. No. Hey, Steve, can you just for people that may not know, can you just describe where Kawanyama is? Yeah. So look, you fly to Cairns, obviously, which is a couple of hour flight. Uh, then, then we got on a um, uh, another smaller flight out here, which is another hour, hour and a. 15-minute flight from yep. Cairns. And Kaunyama is virtually in the middle of, of the Cape, to be yep. honest. It's, yep. it's, you know, when I say it's not it's not right on the coast, but it's not far. I mean, it is on the coast. Yeah. I shouldn't say it's in the middle, but, but um, yeah. So, it, it, look, it's a beautiful community. Uh, we When we flew in last night, we, we went down and, and chucked the line in pretty late. And, oh, um, you know, it. A couple of the other boys caught, caught a couple of barramundis, and unfortunately I dipped out. But it, it's a beautiful community. Yeah, beautiful. I've been up to Mapoon, which is sort of up in that yeah. And Arakoon's up not far. It's like just up the top of it, it, that as well, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, Arakoon's a, a bit south of here. Yes. But, um, yeah, Mapoon stays. That's, yeah. that's north of Weeper. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, cause, yeah, we work with some of the land and sea rangers up there, some of the indigenous rangers with, um, you know, just looking after country and stuff. So it was great when I was doing Totally Wild. It was just like beautiful country up there and a place that I felt very privileged because a lot of people don't get to go to that area. So you must be having a, you know, a great time um, up on country at Kawanyama. Oh, it, it is, you know, and they, they, they do a great job here and uh, they sort of got their things together. They, you know, they got their own cattle co-op. So they got, you know, I think yeah. they got about 10,000 head of cattle running around out here or even more. And um, so that, that sort of goes back into the community. So they've they got plenty happening. See any crocs? Oh yeah, there's probably heaps. <laughs> uh, yeah, we saw we saw a very big one yesterday, Jarrell. Very big. Really? And, uh, that's the only thing wrong with fishing up here. You got to be very, very wary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to be. You have to be crocware because, yeah. I mean, if you're by yourself up there, you would. I mean, you you just won't know where you've gone. And no, they, no one yeah, know they where you're know gone. you're there before you, you know they're there. They're just yeah, exactly. watching, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's talk a little bit of um, NRL. Yeah. Um, yes. The Pacific Championships have yes. been on Pearl, and uh, obviously uh, Australia are in good nick at the moment. And uh, yes. what are you thinking of? Uh, there's been a lot of Broncos boys involved in that side as well. A couple of debutants, and and um, you know a few Indigenous boys as well. 
Yeah, look, it, it, they've been great, you know, and uh, you look at when they debuted Katoni Staggs and Salon Cogo and, um, you know, they, they had a, a great game. You know, they've been, they've been playing well and uh, looks like they're, they're also going to meet New Zealand in the finals. Is that, is that right, I think? And, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually a bit confused about the concept how of how it works because they're playing yeah, okay. New Zealand this week in at Amy Park in Melbourne and then they go over to Hamilton, I'm pretty sure, and play the final over there against New Zealand. So I think yeah. they've, they're already through the final. This is just a tune-up game. Yeah, so yeah, so that this is their probably round game, but I think they've qualified already both those teams. So, and we, which is good, you know, New Zealand be very competitive, and um, as, as you mentioned, Jarrell, um, you know, the boys that debuted well. I mean, um, you know, to have you know Payne Haas and 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 those guys all in the and I don't think we've been at five uh, in yeah, the squad. We have, so, yeah. So, you know, that, that's great for them. It just shows how well their year has gone, and um, so proud to watch those boys run around. Yeah, no, it's very cool and great to represent your country. I mean, you've done it many, many times. You know, it, what does it? What did it mean to you? Oh, look, it, it is. It, it's amazing. You know, Jarrell's done it. You you slipped that jersey on for the first time. I, I was back in '92. That was a long time ago. But um, you know, I was only 22 when when I debuted, and mm. um, for me, it was very special and to wear that green and gold jersey. And it, it would have been very much the same. I mean, I look at young Selwyn Cobo, and he he's. He's, I think he's only 21, isn't he? And he's 21, yeah. So Just a baby. To sell, you know, and to, to, to put on the green and gold, he must feel, you know, bulletproof. Yeah, and so proud. So proud of him and what he's done. He's been, it's been like... He's been ejected into the, you know, the, atis- the the stratosphere at the moment. Like, the way he's playing footy, he's... I just don't know, like, where does he... Where do they go from... A lot of these boys that have been, you know... Ex- well, not so much for sell, and he's just... He's just taken off so fast that... There's going to obviously in his career there will be a lull in more ways than one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be a lull at some time, Pearl. You know, there always is, unfortunately. But you know, he's seen a lot of highs at the moment. He must be. You know, it's it's nice for him, and you know, for someone like myself who I had that as well. It's it's hard to come down off that because he's like like you said, he's 21 and he's 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 got everything in the world at his feet at the moment. Yeah, look, I, I think the Broncos. I, I remember, um, you know, well, just after that grand final loss, um, and we won't talk too much about that. But you know, I, I did text one of the one of the guys there and just said, "Look, you know, have you got boys? You got people around the boys because they would have been yeah. totally jacked, and they're all young, and and the Broncos do it well. I think they, you know, they they get the right people around them and 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 make sure that uh, you know if they do, as you know, Jarrell, you go through the bad times." That someone's there to, to assist you and be there for you, and um, you know, and and you know, I say that to Salwin. You know, you, you talk, you have a chat to Salwin. You know, there, there's going to be those times, and he's been high flying, and um, and that's to all the players. But there's always going to be that, that time when you when you do have a little bit of a hiccup, and make sure you've got the right people around you, and you're listening to the right messages. Yeah, support's well, very important. Well, I think we've got a good bunch of uh, old boys around as well. Like, I'm lucky enough, Pearl, to have a lot of their numbers as well. I'm sure, you know, you have connections with uh, some of them as well, and it's just checking in. I've been, I mean, I know one of them, definitely Walsh, he's been struggling a tiny bit um, from, you know, because he's such a competitor. Uh, so I've just stayed pretty close to him and tried to keep in contact and make sure that, uh, you know, he's just taking it a day at a time. And I think the thing that we should be worried about um, is the rest of the NRL next year because I know that he is he's so keen to get back to training um, and oh, yeah. and right all the wrongs and like a lot of them are. Yeah, exactly, mate. And the, the, you know the, the good thing for the Broncos we we've been through that bad patch, Darrell, but we're still a, a young group of men. 
yeah. that that are you know uh, are some of the a lot of these boys are the you know probably arguably the best players in their position, and I think the eldest out of all of them is twenty four or twenty five. So. Jeez, we've got a good future there. Yeah, we do. We've got Definitely. a great future. Um, we'll just touch on this quickly, Pearl, before we go. But Touch Carnival, November 18th, White Hill Reserve. Will you be out there? Yeah, mate. I'll be, I'll be walking around. Once again, I'll... No boots? Home, You'll forget the boots at home? Or <laughs> <again>? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But the, the registration's full for that, so that's great. Uh, that, that's fully uh, booked. So we're looking forward to that on the 18th of November. Fantastic. Well, that sounds great. Well, you certainly do get around, uh, Steve. So uh, enjoy. enjoy your time up at Kawanyama. Yeah, will do, guys. And, and thanks for the call. And uh, I'll let you know how we go. Deadly Choices. A deadly choice is a healthy choice. Catching up on all Deadly Choices events in your area. Welcome to Deadly Choices Radio. Back with you every Tuesday on Murray Radio. I'm Brooke Carson, my mob of the Cobble Cobble people, and as always, I'm here for you today to host the Deadly Choices Radio. Before we yarn about the health matters that matter to our mob, I'd like to acknowledge the country I'm broadcasting from today and the country you might be listening from. I'd like to acknowledge our elders, past and present, and our emerging community leaders. This week, we're going to put the spotlight on our DC events and programs with Deadly Choices Program Officer Mana Akinclose. Welcome to the Deadly Choices Radio Show, Mana. Great to have you back. Uh, who's your mob and where are you from? Yep, uh, it's good to be back again, Brooke. Um, so, yeah, my name is Mana. I'm a proud Waka Waka and Cobble Cobble man, um, but I was born and raised here in Brisbane. Awesome. And what do you love about your role as a Deadly Choices Program Officer? Um, it's just good to get out in the schools and, and run the programs and uh, be around the kids and watching them grow up. That's pretty good. And can you tell us a bit about your role too? Yeah, so my role at the moment is the program coordinator. So I was a program officer for about two and a bit years and then um, so I recently just started in the team leader role. Um, so program officers, they, they run um, all the programs in the schools. Uh, so varies from healthy lifestyle, uh, tobacco and good quick tucker. So we do that for primary schools and high schools. So, yeah. Um, so what do you do on the day-to-day as a programs officer? You know, what does your everyday look like um, for you? Uh, so, yeah, so program officers, um, we work out of our five uh, local AMS clinics. Um, in those clinics, we run community uh, tobacco stalls. Uh, that's just to collect data on mob who smoke, um, who don't smoke, and also uh, try and encourage, encourage our mob to um, quit through quit line um, and their local oh, what is it called? Uh, tobacco champions. Yeah. And do you want to talk a little bit about those programs, what the tobacco champion is and how mob might get involved? Yeah, so tobacco champions in the clinics. Um, so if one of our patients or clients uh, tick a box to talk to our tobacco champion. We then refer them to talk to that tobacco champion in the clinic and then they start a six-week program on um, starting their quit journey. And through those six weeks, they get incentives um, on uh, doing that program. And how might someone get involved in your team as well? If, you know, you want another employee or someone wants to just be involved in the DC um, team as well? Yeah, so... Uh, you can apply through um, Deadly Choices and also uh, it's advertised on Seek as well. 
Awesome. And now if we move on to the Deadly Choices event, um, what events are coming up on the DC calendar? Um, so we have the Deadly Choices Touch Carnival coming up on the 18th of November. Uh, registrations are closed. Um, but, yeah, so we got that one coming up. And Elders Games, you mentioned earlier Yeah, before. and so Elders Games, we have uh, the... Elders Games we have every year. Um, it's just to sort of close off the year, have a little wind down and let the Elders uh, celebrate the deadly year that we've just had. And what's a special event for you? You know, what's your favourite one? Oh, it's tough. Um, probably our golf event, our men's mental health golf event we have uh, in the Gold Coast. I think it's, yeah, we have that at the start of every year, which is good. Yeah, nice. And... How can Mob get involved in these events? Yeah, so Mob can um, go through to the Deadly Choices website and also on our social media's pages on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. So finally, what's your deadly choice before I let you go for the day? Um, well, my deadly choice would be going back to Deadly Runners. <laughs> nice, that's <laughs> a good one. Going for my little five kilometres. <laughs> Annie Gabe will be happy with yes. that deadly choice. She better be. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for joining me today, Mona. Thanks, Brooke. Thanks for listening to the Health Matters That Matter to our mob. Find out more on Deadly Choices events on our Deadly Choices Facebook and Instagram at Deadly Choices. Plus, don't forget you can book in with one of our Deadly GPs to yarn about your health and any concerns you may have. Or as always, you can sing out to Moblink if you or your mum need some help. Moblink at 1-800-254-354. And tune in next week to listen to Deadly Choices Radio exclusively here on Murray Radio. Deadly Choices. A deadly choice is a healthy choice.